And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Premier Scott Moe speaks at the SARM Convention in Regina. He discusses rural crime and grain movement, among other things. Agri-News brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougal Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougalauction.com. Premier Scott Moe is asking Ottawa to take action to get the grain trains running properly again. Speaking at the SARM Convention today in Regina, Moe says Canada's reputation as a reliable grain supplier is being tarnished. He adds farmers are facing financial difficulties because they can't get their grain to market. I've talked to Prime Minister Trudeau as recently as this past Friday. I've talked to him three times and I've raised this with him. We're in a situation where the Fair Rail for Grain Farmers Act has lapsed, as many of you know, and Bill C-49 has not yet come into force. So there's this vacuum that we have in our transportation system. I urge the Prime Minister to step in if need be and fill that vacuum with an order in council mandating volume-based deliveries and mandating inter-switching abilities. This would allow any rail company, including our short lines, to come in and move grain if another rail railway is not getting the job done. I know that Minister Merritt and Minister Stewart have made the same comments and the same, had the same conversations with their federal counterparts and I thank them for that. To date, there has been not, no action from the federal government other than asking the railways for their plans to deal with the situation. I've seen a couple of those plans as recent as this, early this morning and I would say that it's somewhat underwhelming so far. There, there is much in the way of being apologetic and it should be because we do have, they have to answer for the lack of product that has moved. CP is adding locomotives this summer. CN's, CN's uh, interim CEO, JJ Ruiz, whom I talked to last week, says the company is hiring more conductors, it's leasing more locomotives, and it's building more track and yard capacity. Mr. Rua also said in a news release that Canadians can count on CN to get the job done. Well, unfortunately, we've been here before, and I'm not positive that we can. So we're wondering, and we're asking the federal government to hold them to account. Delegates in this room and across the province, we need a long-term solution to this problem that we have experienced twice, as I said, in the last four years. We cannot be reliving this this often. It's too damaging to our economy. It's like reliving Groundhog Day each and every year. We need a solution that includes tougher reciprocal penalties for the railways and for the shippers when they cause bottlenecks in this all-too-important system. We need clearly stipulated levels of service for all of those involved. We need long-haul inter-switching capacity that is easily and quickly accessible for our shippers. We need new reporting requirements for the railways so that we can track their performance and correct it long before it ever becomes an issue. And let's be absolutely clear about this. This is the federal government's responsibility. Our national transportation system is the federal responsibility, and it is Ottawa and our federal government that needs to show leadership on this file. Premier Moe also promised to fight Ottawa over a proposed carbon tax. Carbon tax is not a solution. There is no jurisdiction in the world that has imposed a carbon tax and has seen a corresponding reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. It just simply doesn't work. A $50 per tonne carbon tax would cost the province of Saskatchewan $4 billion over the next five years, and those costs would come out of agriculture, they would come out of our energy industry, and they would come out of our mining industry, and they would come out of the pockets of families across this province. We believe there's a better way. We believe there is a much better approach to this conversation, a more fulsome carbon conversation. Our government has released under Minister Duncan a made in Saskatchewan climate change strategy 
called Prairie Resilience. It's a plan that recognizes the reality of our province and will result in actual emissions reductions in the province of Saskatchewan. For example, SAS Power is in the midst of expanding our renewable power, generations to power generation capacity to 50% by the year 2030. At Boundary Dam 3, we just announced the other day that we have sequestered 2 million tonnes of carbon dioxide, utilized most of that in enhanced oil recovery. That's the equivalent of taking half a million vehicles off the road each and every year. Premier Mo also discussed world crime issues. He said the province's new enforcement team, consisting of 258 armed officers, 120 are RCMP, of which 30 are new RCMP. He says they should all be deployed later this spring. Finally, we think there is value in exploring with you and with communities across the province the potential of regional policing models to enhance public safety for all of us. This is a discussion that we need to continue in the weeks and in the months ahead, and it's a discussion where we acknowledge we have much more to do. Premier Scott Moe spoke at the SARM convention this morning. Coming up, the president of SARM reacts to the premier's speech. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. SARM President Ray Orb says Premier Scott Moe was well received by delegates this morning at the annual convention in Regina. Orb says the Premier touched on a number of issues, including a proposed federal carbon tax. He made some, uh, I think, some good points on that. Uh, as SARM is supporting, you know, the province on uh, on coming up with uh, alternative solutions, you know, before the federal government imposes some kind of a some kind of a deadline for a carbon tax on this province. And uh, he did touch, he touched as well about rural crime. They, they talked about rural crime. And uh, there, were, there were a few questions that actually came up through the Barrett Pitt session that followed the address about, uh, about rural crime as well. And he touched on grain transportation too. And I believe, you know, he, uh, he came down pretty hard on railroads, both uh, major carriers, CN and CP Rail. And, uh, you know, obviously that's something that concerns all of our delegates because of the slow movement of grain is really uh, it's putting financial stress on some of our producers. So he was very well received. Uh, most of our delegates would have met him before as environment minister, but this was the first time they listened to him as, uh, as the premier. So what happens today and what have been, what's been the big news otherwise today? Well, uh, we had a gentleman by the name of T.J. Harvey. He's actually a Liberal MP from New Brunswick, and he's chair of the Liberal Rural Caucus. He talked to us about various uh, things, but he talked about infrastructure, I think, trying to make points that infrastructure is very important and that uh, rural infrastructure component, which a part of is, is a part of investing in Canada, uh, is uh, going to be something that our members are going to be looking for. They're looking for funding when uh, when it's formally announced. Uh, as soon as the province signs on with the federal government, uh, we're you know we're looking for that as well. Uh, later on uh, this afternoon, we're going to be listening to Todd Lewis, who's the president of APAS, and so we've invited him to come and address our conference. And uh, wrapped up later by the division meetings that that will uh, round off the agenda for the convention. Once again, the SARM convention wraps up this afternoon in Regina. A Facebook group called Farmers Against Rural Crime now has over 13,000 members. They're mainly from the prairies, but more are joining from British Columbia and Ontario. 
Nick Cornea of Moose Jaw founded the Facebook page two weeks ago. He talks about what happens next. Well, we've been trying to compile all the evidence from people, all the experiences, get some real-world numbers on the amount of liters of fuel stolen and the amount of vehicles stolen, trying to keep it within the last five years when this epidemic has really skyrocketed. The numbers are astonishing, to say the least. I believe I've almost got 100 stories uh, sent to our Facebook page, farmersagainstruralcrime at gmail.com, and I've been going through them, categorizing them, whether it's vehicle theft or animal or vandalism, and going to be printing them all out to take the levels of government. Nick Cornea from Briarcrest is with the Facebook page Farmers Against Rural Crime. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola gained a dollar thirty at four eighty seven seventy four. Oats fell seven dollars nine cents at one forty six fifty six. Number one red spring wheat went down a dollar seven at two twenty six twenty five. The rest were unchanged. Durham two fifty eight twenty five. Feed barley one eighty seven sixty three. Flax four sixty three sixty eight. Yellow peas two thirty six thirty seven. Feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is down three and a half cents at six twelve a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw 2059 on offer on here on Tuesday at a pre-sort. Another 300 plus cows and bulls on Thursday. These late grass cattle are holding steady. These 775 weight steers and heifers are lower though. And if they got a little flesh on them, look out, they're really discounting them cattle. Here's what happened on Tuesday. 519 red and black steers at 247 and a quarter. 592 reds and blacks at 221 and 75. The 716 weight tan steers bring 206 and 50. 69 black semitel steers, they come out of Kelly Shaver down there south of Ben Gough, 749 at 193 and a quarter. And the big reed, 872 weight red and black steers at 170.75. Into the heifers, 519 weight black heifers at 208. The 598 tans, they bring 201 and a quarter. The 687 weight tans, they bring $1.86 and a quarter. We sold 121 black heifers, 753 at 162 and a quarter. They started to show a little flesh on them. That's why they're discounting some of these cattle. These fleshy cattle, like I said, are tougher to move into the cows. These good cows, a couple bucks lower this week, 86 to 91 on the top, top end of them big grain-fed cows, 76 to 86 on the on the hay-fed cows. For more market information, give Artland Moose Jaw a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,300 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 141 to 155 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 4,200 heads, selling a range of 142 to 155 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the weekend, Friday, March 16th, are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 148.35, Ham's Cash, 146.85, 
Thunder Creek Brickco 152.85 and High Life 153.26 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is steady and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 52 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.3032. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.4 cents US. U.S. cash markets traded near steady in yesterday's trade, with hog supplies tightening slightly compared to recent weeks. Weekly pork export sales are maintaining solid growth when compared to year-ago levels, but remain highly variable. The latest week's results show pork sales are up over 20% in volume from this time last year, which likely contributed to the strength seen in the hog futures yesterday. All 2018 contracts have staged gains of more than $2 U.S. 100 weight, with the October and December contracts recovering to their 30-day moving average. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, wind southeast 20 becoming light today, the high zero, the low minus 12. Increasing cloudiness early tomorrow morning with 30% chance of flurries, the high zero, low minus four. Cloudy on Sunday with a 60% chance of flurries, the high minus two, the low minus nine. Monday, cloudy, the high minus three, the low minus eight. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high zero, low minus six. Wednesday, sunny, the high plus four, low minus five. Thursday, sunny, the high plus four. On the roundup, Esteban minus three, Saskatoon minus two, Swift Current minus one, Weyburn and Yorkton both minus six. Cloudy in Regina, minus 4, that's 25 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 25, humidity 79%, the barometer rising 101.9. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 0, winds are from the east at 8. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 4, that's 25 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.